because I was like, well, what am I going to do if I leave? What's going to happen to me? I'm never going to find someone again. So it's better to have someone that's treating you terribly and abusing you than it is to not have anyone at all, right? When we tell ourselves that story, that it's not possible, we won't set a goal. Therefore, we won't wake up early in the morning and, and challenge ourselves greater than we could ever imagine possible and find out how incredible we are on the other side. We know how important people are and how rapidly technology is and will continue to change our world. The way we live, the way we work, and the way we experience life as we know it. In a hyper-connected global economy, it is the combination of extraordinary people and advanced tech that will make a brighter future. But without evolved leaders knowing how to apply that value of neurodiversity, businesses, teams, and relationships will exponentially suffer. We believe in your ability and are obsessed with helping people like you shift into unlimited potential. It is our honor to help you and your teams optimize and automate the skills, tools, and solutions that can bridge that gap between intelligence and implementation as you venture into your unique mission. Let us welcome you to Evolve Ventures. Hey everybody, this is Bianca. And this is Amelia. Thank you for coming to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are making evolution possible for growth-minded humans through vulnerable lessons, stories, and technology. Em, what are we getting into today? What do we have in store? We got all the goods in store for y'all. So 142, a huge lie you're telling yourself. If you clicked on this episode, what we will promise you is that you will feel a little bit more hopeful on the other end of this episode. Mm. So join us in a couple stories that Bianca and I have that we're going to bring forward. And my intention for this episode is to really speak to all of those hearts out there that... um might have a belief that really might be holding them back because I know certainly in my coaching and my journey, this has been something that I see all the time and it hurts my heart when mm. they don't have enough messages like these. So we will be putting this message out there. So the biggest lie, just to get us started, the biggest lie that almost all of us are telling ourselves is that it's not possible. Whatever the thing is that you're searching for, whether it's <clears throat> a relationship, that job, that car, getting to travel, getting to live overseas, fixing your relationship with your family, buying a house, buying the car that buying the car of your dreams, there's some part of us that does not believe that it's possible and we convince ourselves so deeply of it. And so when I was thinking about <clears throat> when I was thinking about this episode and I was trying to think of who am I trying to talk to in this mm. episode, right? Like if I just if I wanted one person in specifics, and mm. is that how you say it? One mm. person specifically? Sure. sure. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> if there was one in particular, thank you. That's the word. There you go. Oh, there you're welcome. Go. I gave it to you right there. <laughs> I'm saying thank you to myself, that other version of me, right? <laughs> if I could talk to one person in particular. <laughs> oh, God. We're just starting this off great. <laughs> agree <laughs> and then the nose will pick up in a second. <laughs> if I could talk to one person in particular that I would want to hear this message, I was like, who would that be? 
And the first person that came to my mind was me at 16. Mm. And I don't really, I used to do this a lot, but I don't really think about that younger version of me because I've done so much deep inner work over the last few years that I'm just in a period of my life now where I'm really just focused forward. Yeah. And I'm just awesome. focused on the future and what I'm doing right now. Mm. But when I was thinking about this episode, that younger version of me, that 16-year-old version of me, she was so deeply hopeless and helpless. And she felt like such a victim. Mm. And she never believed that she could be anything, that she could do anything And in all honesty, she didn't believe that anybody cared about her. And that's why I ended up doing the things that I did at that age. That's why I dated that first guy that I dated. And when all of the red flags came out and all of the really scary things started, I didn't leave. I didn't. I didn't pick up on them. I didn't recognize it. And if I did, I chose to stay and ignore it Mm. because I didn't believe that anything more was possible. I didn't believe that I was capable of having something better, having something more, having something different. Or honestly, I didn't feel it was possible that I could even leave because I was Mm. like, well, what am I going to do if I leave? What's going to happen to me? Mm. I'm never going to find someone again. So it's better to have someone that's treating you terribly and abusing you than it is to not have anyone at all, right? And obviously that's not true, but that's what I thought at that point because that version of me didn't believe that I could have anything else. And that cycle followed me for the next 10 years up until, you know, the last year of my life. I had no sense of hope. I didn't believe anything was possible for me. Mm. Even like everything that Amelia and I are doing in this business, I was just flying by the seat of my pants, like just trying to cling on for dear life just to keep up with Amelia and like everything that we were doing. (laughs) And this last year has been so, it's been beautiful and honestly like magical in a sense because over the last year, I really started developing that sense of hope. Mm. And the belief that things are possible for me because I I did a lot of the work to mm. make it so. <clears throat> Getting all choked up over here. I think that um, mm. a lot of us find ourselves in that, you know. Mm. And that lie just perpetuates because we don't have contrary evidence to tell us that that's not exactly. going to be the case. You know, and so I really want to celebrate and highlight and zoom into that last sentiment that you just said. I I did the work because like when you think about it, that hope, you know, is directly correlated to you doing the work. And this is one thing, too, that like I think a lot of people drastically underestimate when you do the work. Yes, you'll have moments of failure. Yes, hopefully if you have a good group of people around you, you realize that failure is actually a stepping stone to where you want to go. Um, And 
yes, so hopefully you will be failing forward and you will be taking every single challenge that you experience as a win for you. It might not look on the surface a win, but ultimately it is helping you see maybe what you don't like, maybe what doesn't serve you, maybe what actually is more ignition to your soul's calling, right? And I think that that action, that self-efficacy, that evidence that you build while you take action, while you do the work, mm-hmm. that is what builds the hope. And, you know, to your point, B, when when I was looking at this, you and I were talking before this episode of, you know, this, I, I struggle to personally, you know, remember times where I had this belief that it wasn't possible for me because, you know, if you're a new listener um, or if you've been listening to us for a while, I definitely have very high levels of self-belief. And I ask myself and I get asked this question all the time, like, how do you keep going? Like, how do you keep going? How do you do all that you do? How do you how have you become all that you are? And how do you stay emotionally regulated through all of that? Because other people, there's no chance that they'd be able to even get where you are at your age. And I've gotten that literally since I was a young girl. And it's just been a different message every single year. And I'm really grateful for that. But when I look back down to the why, why has that happened? It's because to your point B, I've done the work mm-hmm. and I've failed forward. And I've, I've tried to bring those lessons into my heart to build that hope. And if there's one thing that I could help other people do, it would be that because, you know, the future looks very dark if there's no hope. As a matter of fact, when I was putting on this shirt today, I was like in the mirror, you know, got my pants on. I'm like, all right, let's get our head through this hole in this shirt, right? I was like, this thing, it's a turtleneck. So it's like tight at the top. <laughs> Literally, that was my goal this morning. Let's get my fat head through this small hole. <laughs> it's like going, whoosh. all right. So <laughs> I'm looking at myself in the mirror while I'm like, it, like if you could imagine like, there's probably like videos out there of people like with their, you know, if you were to like have a hoodie sweatshirt and you like have it backwards and then you put your head through it and the hood's like up in your face and you're like, you know, like stumbling around that that was kind of like me this morning. And I get it over my head. My head's through my neck's in. I, I'm like, all right, feeling like I accomplished something this morning. And I was thinking and saying to myself, I said, you know, it is like eight o'clock in the morning right now on a Saturday. And it's amazing how so many people would not be doing what I'm doing. Hmm. Meaning like sacrificing or getting up and starting your day early so that the future would be brighter, not only for yourself, but for others. And I literally was thinking like, how cool is my life where, yeah, would I like to be in bed right there? Yes, a thousand percent. Yep. But like, here's the thing. I get to go see my mission partner. I get to go see my life partner. I get to go see my babies. Like I get to go see and record in this studio that at one point was literally just a dream in this fat head that I had to get through the sweater. <laughs> it was all a dream. It I was all a dream. Up magazine. Exactly. And so like it, it was just really like a cool moment. And I have chills going back to it because that concept of that it's not possible, you know, like thinking about that. I remember when I in this condo 
Alan and I were looking at homes and it was like in the mid of COVID and I was mm. at like adamant. I had to get out of the environment that I was in. Not that it wasn't a great environment, but it wasn't great for me. I needed to leave the nest. It was absolutely essential for my growth and my development as well as for my life's work. Yeah, and right. so it was incredibly important. As a matter of fact, it was a goal of mine by 26 years old to have bought my first home. And with that goal, I had some degree degree of belief, right, that it was possible. Otherwise, I wouldn't set a goal, right? Which is w- number one of the biggest challenges when we when we tell ourselves that story that it's not possible. We won't set a goal. Therefore, we won't wake up early in the morning and and challenge ourselves greater than we could ever imagine possible and find out how incredible we are on the other side, right? So when we were in the middle of the pandemic, I'm sure you remember, I was like looking at literally upwards of 100 different homes we visited. It was absolute bidding war territory, um, terror rather. Um, It was a tough time to buy a house. It was a really tough time to buy the house. And at the at one point financially, I remember looking back at a younger version of myself and be like, oh my God, I need like $500 million just to buy a house. Like I had zero concept of what it really took. And thankfully, my awareness has been raised by failing forward in the real estate industry as a realtor and as an investor and as someone who has helped guide so many other people. I found out what are some of those nuances that someone would never know, but really should know. As a matter of fact, B, and I don't know if I ever told you this, but even before like, I turned on to the Y Power podcast, what I was going to do if I was going to continue into real estate, I was going to create a podcast that was called The Real Millennial Tour, which was going to be speaking to millennials all about everything with respects to housing, how to buy homes, wow. how to how to actually set yourself up for the future because one of the deepest beliefs that I hold is that your environment is the key to your success. And I've brought that key into Evolve Ventures, but like I didn't do that because this mission pulled me way harder than that. But mm-hmm. kind of moving forward into why this story is important, why is, why is it relevant? Because at some at one point I know that I was that version of someone who never thought it was possible to buy a home as a woman at 26 years old, not to mention cash, not to mention in an ethical, moral way, mm-hmm. not to mention have it be and match the list of criteria that I set up months before I even saw this home. And so I know one of, you know, even with a lot of my clients, I know one of my clients' biggest dreams is to buy their dream home. And so mm. If they were to just sit in that belief that it's not possible for them and they were to listen to all the messages like I got, which was there's no way you could possibly do that. There's no way, honey, you could ever buy a home at that age. Some of the messages that that I would get. Honey is so condescending. I hate that word. I love those older ladies that called me honey because I was way too young and I didn't know better. When in reality, like (laughs) the comparison of where (laughs) I was at my age versus where they were. That's me just getting feisty. But anywho, (laughs) if I listen, bitch. (laughs) If I listened though to those messages, which by the way, I got many, 
of like, there's no way you're going to want that type of home. There's no way you're going to be able to maintain a home like that. Um, you work so much. There's no way that you're going to even want to trim the shrubs. Okay, maybe true. <laughs> that doesn't mean I can't buy a home. Right? Um, there's no way that you have enough money in your bank account to actually put down cash daddy on the table. <laughs> well, thank you for the fuel. I just worked Why harder. has it got to be daddy? Cash mama. Thank you. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> Anyways, okay, so bringing this forward to each one of you, there's something that each one of you maybe might not even have admitted to yourself that you want in your mm. life or that you aspire to become because I don't just want to focus on the tangible. Some, some of it is, you know, healing. Some of it is getting over a breakup. Some of it mm. is getting out of an abusive relationship and trying to understand what is reality after years of manipulation and gaslighting, right? Some of you might right now not fully believe, but there's, I know, a deep, deep, deep-seated part of you that still has the light. My suggestion to every single person that listens to this episode, do not from this moment forward allow anyone into your life that is going to trample on that light. And the more that you can focus on that light, I tr swear to you, the more it will grow. There's people that also see that light and there's people that want to see that shine brighter than anything. Pay attention to those people. Mm. And I'm getting all choked up because I'm thinking, oh, I'm thinking of all the people that allow others into their life who choke out that light and they trade in parts of themselves and they lie to themselves that it's not possible for them to do all of these things. And it's like, let me get in there. Let me get and throw some nuts. Let me show you how incredible you are. Because sometimes you, it's so hard to see that when you have people around you that want you to see less of yourselves. So anyways, bring this back to you, B. Where do you think we should end on this? I know. I, I know from the deepest part of my heart how scary it can be when you don't have hope, when it feels like nothing is possible, like nothing good is ever going to happen for you, like that one thing that you just want so deeply is never going to happen. And in all honesty, it's a lot easier to hold on to that belief. Mm. It really is. It is so easy to be hopeless. It is so easy because that pain, that pain is familiar. We know that pain. We've been accustomed to that pain. Mm. But the level of vulnerability and courage that you have to have in order to believe that something is possible, even if you don't fully believe it yet, mm. man, that is scary. Mm. That is scary. But in keeping that hope and keeping that belief that I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm at least going to believe it's possible that belief will get you everything you want. And I'm talking to myself right now about this because there are some things in my life that I'm still like, man, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I just should give up. I should just let go of that belief and just let go of the hope and just move forward. But I know that that's coming from pain. Mm. I know that that's coming from I'm just really scared. And 
keeping that belief is not going to serve me. It's not going to eventually get me that thing that I want. Mm -hmm. So I have to have the courage to keep the belief that it is possible. Just keep going. So to everyone here, to everyone listening, to my younger self and to your younger self, Mm -hmm. to everyone out there, it is possible. Amelia and I have done it. Everything we have ever wanted, everything anyone has ever told us we can't do, we can't have, we did it. We show them. (laughs) We did it. And we're not even scratching the surface of our potential yet. And neither are any of you. Everyone out there, you have so much more potential than you realize. You have so much more capability than you realize. And all it takes is every day choosing to make yourself believe it. Mm. Choosing. Choosing that courage. Yeah, choosing the courage to say, I don't have the proof yet, but if I just maintain this belief, I will find it. I will make it. I will, I will figure build. it out. Hell yeah. He is a goodie. That's that. All right. <laughs> so I have an episode suggestion for those of you beautiful listeners who want to continue oh, on the journey of this. <laughs> it's all good, B. I'll take the I'll take the weight on this one. Episode okay. suggestion 125, a simple way to silence your inner critic. Ooh. Inner critics are a voice that were at a very high level, developed at a very young age and likely modeled based off of someone's own belief or lack thereof mm-hmm. within themselves that it wasn't possible. And so we modeled that as a youngin, and that became an inner voice that we have and a part of us who shows up when it gets too scary, when it gets too challenging, when it gets to be seemingly too much, mm-hmm. push beyond that inner critic and what you will see how incredible you will show up for yourself on the other end of that through that courage can do absolutely extraordinary things when it comes to your identity, understanding, and believing further in yourself. So that's all we got. Hold on. I found one. You did. 135, turn your losses into lessons. Mm. Yeah, buddy. Okay. All right. Thank you so much (laughs) to everyone for being here. We hope this was helpful. We hope this inspired you a little bit to decide just today to have some courage and belief Mm. and maybe tomorrow you'll have the same thing so thank you to Mm. everyone so much and we'll see you next time bye everybody bye if this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve Please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. We know firsthand how important it is to have people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You don't even have to be on camera. You can literally just listen in if you want to so that you can get this content. You can hear what the community has to say and be involved with the conversation in real time. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. Click in the link for Out of the Mud in the show notes to register for our next event. 
We love hearing from our listeners and community members. In efforts to help you evolve, we invite you to connect with us on Instagram or Facebook at Evolve Ventures or reach out to us directly via DM at Evolve with Amelia and Evolve with Bianca. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every single Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses that are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice.